Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. And now, here's your host, Rich Orris. All right. Good Saturday afternoon and welcome to Ride at Home with Rich. I'm your host, Rich Orris. And today, I would like to help everybody make their home more functional, easier to control, look awesome, and sound great. Yeah, you heard me correctly. I said sound great. And we can accomplish all of this with our guest today, Tony Pratt from The Sound Room. We'll, we'll be covering everything visual and audio right here, right now on the show. Don't forget, I'll have my On the Road with Rich segment and my hack sprinkled throughout the show. So stay tuned for both of those as well. So, Tony, how you doing today? Thanks for joining us. Rich, it's good to be back here. I mean, this is, what, third time now I've been it, on your it, show? It, it, yeah, it, it has been a while. I want it to say has. it was like four years or something, mm-hmm. maybe, since the last time. So um, it's been a while since we've done just such a great topic here. And I know there's, um, with only an hour, there's so much to talk about, um, so much to go over with um, what you guys do and video and audio and all that stuff and I, I love to get into the showroom and all that but I want to kind of just start with you okay um, let's go over you know Tony the man how did you uh, get into the business why did you get into it and what have you done since then because I heard about some degree and stuff oh yeah yeah, yeah. so well I've got an interesting background um, like a lot of people uh, went to college uh, went to St. Louis University I've got a bachelor's degree in economics okay um, but I also looked like I was 12 when I graduated, and so I wasn't going to go, you know, conquer Wall Street or anything like that. (laughs) I actually went to work. I was already uh, working a a part-time job uh, for a retail company that no longer exists in St. Louis. And when I graduated, I got promoted into management, kind of liked what I did. Um, From there, I got into the cabinetry design industry. I was discovered um, by some people that kind of branched out, made my way into the uh, custom closet industry, okay. doing uh, interior design work, things like that. Really loved what I did. Uh, unfortunately, this little thing called the Great Recession hit in 2008 and just changed everything. Yeah, uh, it sure did, didn't it? I went from there into uh, the world of uh, security and technology. And I've been in there since about 2009. And as you can imagine, uh, our world changes a little bit here and there. Yeah, <laughs> like 
Probably daily. Daily, yeah, <laughs> yeah. sometimes. Um, but I went back to school uh, a couple years ago, really wanted to uh, understand this new generation that's coming in. You know, yeah. when, when I was in college, I'm sure same thing when, you know, you were there. Management style was a little different. It was do as I say. There, yeah. there wasn't really any discussion. Well, that just doesn't work anymore. And a, as you know, the big battle that all of all service companies are going to face is that battle for employees, the battle for resources, right? We, yeah. We've been in such a... Uh, a labor shortage in the construction world for about seven, eight years. And I really wanted to understand how to deal with them better. So I went back to St. Louis University, got a second degree in uh, leadership and organizational behavior. Uh, so I can Sweet. mess with people's minds. Yeah. You know, that's kind of <laughs> nice. Um, but I also studied uh, project management. And after getting that second degree, I went in and got my uh, PMP certification. So I am a certified project manager, uh, which is really fun because I use that all the time. And then I went and got an MBA. So something really nice. different. Went to uh, Boston University, uh, went through uh, their second cohort ever for their online MBA. Uh, loved that. It was a global program got thrown in with a whole lot of people from a whole lot of different industries. So I learned a lot of tricks. Um, but more importantly, I learned how to be a better business person. And from there, uh, graduated in January, but was able to use my segment of the sound room as my own personal business lab. So I'd read on, you know, read about something on a, on a Sunday, doing homework, Man, that's a great idea. I'd walk in on Monday. I'd just start implementing yeah, things. Yeah, just try it out. Because I could, you <laughs> yeah. know. And it was amazing some of the results we got. And, uh, you know, David Young, the owner of the sound room, really liked it because it was like having a, a free business consultant wandering around, you know, just <laughs> yeah. trying things, you know, without, uh, without you know, really worrying about, you know, what would happen if it failed because, well, we could just adjust something and go from there. So, So that's – me in a nutshell. That's yeah. what I'm doing now. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And yeah, I mean, today's climate with labor, with everything going on, with how how businesses, you know, have changed to handle people. And, and really, I think the businesses have put their faith a lot more in the people as far as like helping figure things out and, and not being that boss that's like, oh, just do it, do this, you know, and um, yeah, I grew up working in that world mm -hmm. with all the supervisors and the owners of the companies that were just like, no, this is the way we've done it for 30 years. Just do it. And you're like, yeah, but this might be better. Why wouldn't you try it? Why would And they never would and never did. And now, you know, yourself probably and, and a lot of companies are way more open to that. So that's I'm sure that's helped you guys out a ton. In it, everything you do. It really has. And, you know, you just said the phrase that is probably the worst phrase that any company can, can say. We've always done it this way. Oh, absolutely. You know, in today's environment, you have to evolve as a company just to be relevant a year from now. You know, that's just the way it works. And for us, we went into a um, – one of the things that we did was uh, – 
we kind of reorganized our company in revenue teams and things like that into, you know, we got out of the, the straight, um, you know, sales versus operation and got more into cross-functional teams. You know, so like my team, yeah. we specialize in the construction world. You know, it's it's our own niche. You know, we're very good at it. You know, we're the ones that have all the uh, the permit knowledge. We are the ones that understand the differences between, you know, a remodel and new construction and, you know, the, the challenges you'll see. And for us, we were able to operate better and get more people within the team that had buy-in to understand that, hey, if I don't design this right, I'm screwing over my own installer. And we could work together as a group and kind of mitigate a lot of those issues. And other parts of our company had the same opportunity. The only difference was we approached things with a very open mindset of listening to everybody else. I'm not the expert. In project management, I'm what's known as the generalist. Okay, I'm the one yeah. that puts all the pieces in place, and I want to be able to use my specialists, my you know skilled designers, my skilled installers. They're the ones that deal front, right, front and center with the problem. Oh yeah, they're the ones that are going to come up with the solution, not me. So we we give them that environment to operate in and succeed, whereas other parts of the company. They went with the, this is how we always do it, very closed mindset. And what happened was, well, those parts didn't do as well. Yeah. And certain people no longer are employed by, you know, our company just because. And we put better people in place, made some adjustments, allowed them to, you know, change things to fit what they needed to succeed. And now they're successful. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it... It just creates so much improvement when everybody's on board, happy, mm-hmm. likes it, understands it. And, yes. and so when they show up to perform that service for the client, I'm sure you guys have seen much better results after oh, yeah. getting into all when of this. When they're happy. Oh, absolutely. Happy employees are amazing, aren't they? Uh-huh. They, they, they can just change everything. You know, it, it becomes that, oh, well, we ran into an issue. No big deal. Hey, I know how to fix this because I've seen it 10 times. Yeah. This is what we do versus I don't know what we're going to have to do. Now you've got a customer, you've got a client that, you know, might be upset because what do you mean you, you can't do my job? I don't yeah. understand that. <laughs> you know, we, we did all this planning. You know, it's, it's different. You know, where we really uh, succeed is we start with these projects from the very beginning of you know, whether it's uh, purchasing a new home or, you know, going in and designing a, a brand new remodel, you know. So we're yeah. there from the entire time and we're, we're invested in that project because it's not just the homeowner. It's, you know, the, the contractor partner. It is the other partners on the job site that we all have to work with. You know, you're all part of that production team and, you know, production teams – whether it's new construction, remodel, whatever, you know, you have those members for each individual project that could change based on what you need for the project. And you have to be able to be a seamless, you know, transition. Oh, yeah. In, into the project or out. Otherwise, you know, 
it's all just going to be one big mess. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we do a lot like that with our people here at Mosby to try and, you know, have those same yeah. results. Uh, I was literally just on the phone this morning with a client explaining to her, you know, saying, well, you know, this is good information you're giving me because, you know, we have a meeting coming up that, you know, our design team, our sales consultants, designers, and, and we all meet with all the project managers. It's not real often, but it's enough to say what's been going on, what what's happening, what are the processes, how are we handling things, to have that connectivity between figuring out how to build something and then the guy that's going to actually try and implement what you're saying, you know, learning from them what's happening in the field. And when you order cabinets like this, this is what we run into. And this is, you know, and, and when they start seeing results from it, exactly, you get that happy person in the field that's like, yep, this is going to go well. And I know that because we've been through all this before and now we've got it figured out. We've learned from mistakes. We're, you know, it's about being better than you were last year. Mm-hmm but not as good as you're going to be next year. It's holding yourself accountable to results and then having that two-way communication, that two-way feedback between not just yourself, the company, the customer, but also your trade partners. Yeah. And when everybody can really buy into that and have the dialogue, is not afraid of the dialogue and understands it's not about criticizing, it's about improving. Yeah, results. When it's all results, you know, and that's what we really do is I, the whole MBA uh, experience brought the dashboard. It brought the that's metrics. That's awesome, yeah. And, and really my Mod 2 capstone project is the dashboard I use every day that I show, you know, the owner of the company once a week to say, this is how we're performing. And every little thing I need to know is on that dashboard. Sometimes I update it daily. Sometimes I update it monthly. But it's always updated, and I see it. And because I'm not scared of numbers, I'm not scared of the failures, because in the failures is where I find better ways of succeeding. Oh, absolutely. And you're never going to get there. You know, if if you're never going to succeed if you don't fail at something. Some That's point. right. It's just a fact. So. And it's construction. Something's always going to go wrong. Well, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, it definitely is. And it's all in that team and knowing what to do and how to handle it and, you know, how to get through things so that it appears in the end that nothing went wrong. Right. You know, and, and I've had a couple of clients over the years tell me, um, when I was running jobs on site and building things, and I've had them tell me lately with projects that we've done um, where I was the sales consultant and everything, and they're like, it's amazing that you guys did this without any hiccups whatsoever. And I'm like, okay, but you left for work for like eight hours a day, and you were gone. <laughs> the hiccups happened, and they were handled. Yeah and taken care of and and we just made it less stressful and easier on you knowing how to handle it and what to do and having the right people and teams in place to to make that happen. Well, I think that's where a lot of people don't realize the infrastructure that comes with companies like yours and and ours. We're not somebody in a truck. We're yeah. businesses. And because we're businesses, we understand things happen 
and how to manage them, how to manage expectations, how to manage, you know, communication, things like this that not every company out there knows how to do. Yep. You got to you got to understand how to do that. But hey, we got to get into our first break here. When we come back, we'll get more into that and we'll get into my hack when we return. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code Odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. And now, here's Rich's Right at Home Hack. All right, guys, you heard the man. Time for Rich's Hack. Now, have you ever been frustrated trying to hang a picture with a wire on the back of it and getting that wire hooked onto that tiny nail? I mean, can take forever. So frustrating. There is such a simple solution to this you're never going to believe it but so once you got the nail in the wall slide a fork over the nail so it's resting between two of the tines of the fork and the handle is positioned upwards towards the ceiling so your handle will kind of be sticking off the wall about three inches or so pick up the picture and place that wire over the handle of the fork slide it down till it's all the way down at the bottom of the fork, resting on the nail and pull that fork out and bam, your wire is on the nail. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, right? It's it's so simple. Um, so, you know, sliding that and trying to get that wire on that nail is just such a hard thing. I thought this was a really cool, easy way to do it. And um, next week, I'm going to update you on how to find the placement of that nail on the wall for a picture with a wire there's a simple way to do that so come back next week for that and uh, remember if you want to hear any of these hacks you can find them all on my social media every week you can find me at mosby search rich oris mosby on on facebook or on twitter at rich oris you can find them all there every week go back and hear some of them so right now we are live here again we are with tony pratt from the sound room and we are going over Everything, kind of visual, audio, everything that they do. We had a really cool first conversation about, you know, the people and the company and just how do you better the company to get such great service and and great results. Um, But I think we need to really get into now, what do you guys do? Just Can you just kind of tell us about Soundroom and what are all some of the different things that you guys actually perform? Oh, okay. That's a fun one. Which is a long list. (laughs) It it is a long list. But um, so the way I like to describe the sound room is we're now, this could be copyrighted. So we'll we'll throw that out there. We're (laughs) Disneyland for electronics. 
It's the easiest way to do it. When I when I used to be in the uh, cabinetry and, and custom closet industry, I used to use that a, a lot of time to describe showrooms. But uh, it is true. You know, you, you can come into the sound room and you can do everything from just simple, hey, I need a pair of speakers, I need a new TV, yeah. I need a receiver, things like that, to I need a system. You know, yeah. I need... Uh, lighting control in my house. I need a new home theater, you know, things like that. So we get into all kind of fun, crazy stuff, but it's all about audio. It's about video. It's about uh, internet. You know, we'll, we'll do um, Wi-Fi networks in houses. Uh, that way it's all built in. We'll get into uh, security systems. We'll do central vac systems. We'll do, oh, geez, um, environmental control. We'll do water detection. I oh, mean, yeah. You name it, we can do it. If it's technology-based uh, security, I talked about regular security systems, but well, what about surveillance cameras or video yeah. doorbells? You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get in all of this. But the only thing we don't do is we will not swap out thermostats because that should be done by the HVAC contractor. But we will have the conversation with you of ones we can recommend that we know the HVAC contractor would get that will integrate with our systems well, that we're designing. Well, and that's – you got to be the most important piece of that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, we'll get in everything. Um you know, and then from there it's, okay, well, what kind of TV? Are you looking yeah. to do, you know, a projector with a screen? Are you looking to do, you know, a regular TV? Are you looking to do a frame TV, an outdoor TV? You know, you, you name it. We're there to help. Yeah, that is really awesome. I loved when you said um, the water detection because mm-hmm. I've literally been running into that a little bit more. Um, and with insurance companies. yes. Um, basically saying, you know, when you remodel a bathroom or you, you know, remodel a basement, they're starting to say, put that in, you uh, know, cause we're tired of like water running in a home for 10 days while you're on vacation. So what you I'm, know? what we're seeing is, uh, some of these bigger homes that are uh, coming on the market now, uh, new construction, usually over a certain dollar value, uh, the, the insurance companies are now requiring that they have monitored security, monitored fire, monitored uh, temperature, and mm. monitored water. Yeah, yeah. And you can get shutoffs so that, like, it starts yeah. feeling water on that floor. It'll just cut the water yep. off, you know, and, and like, so important because I literally have seen that's the way it always happens. It literally – it happened to me in my house where yeah. I, like, literally came home from Florida and was like – the second floor toilet was just totally busted while we were uh, gone. Running water is like a rainfall in my foyer, and I'm just like, oh my god! And so many have done it. I've seen entire kitchens destroyed by a second floor bathroom that sprung a leak. Yeah, and it'd be very easy because all you need is that little sensor, you know, wherever the water would be, whether it's a sink, whether it's a toilet, and the minute that that triggers. It gets that uh, signal, goes yeah. down, and you can either remotely hit a button, and it, uh, I guess the main one is called a water cop, and it will just literally 
shut the water off right then yeah. and there. And then from there, at least you don't have any more water coming into the house to, you know, go to the leak. Um, but that gives you time. That's yeah. the main thing. It's all about giving you time. Yeah. And the nice thing about most of these things is even if you're not home, you can remotely trigger them. That's great. And this is a good reason for people to, you know, come see you, come visit you, and come talk to some experts um, when you're getting ready to have work done or when you're you're starting to build a house, even if it's not offered by whoever you're working with. Come talk, have these conversations because you might hear something like this and be like, wow, never thought of that. That's a fabulous idea. What would that cost to be in my house or whatever? And you can figure this out before you're really too far along, you know, into the projects and stuff. So let's get into, um, I'd love to get into your showroom for everybody okay. because um, it's been a, it's been a hot minute since I've been there. Probably the last time you were on or whatever was probably the last time I stopped by. Um, and, and I remember the, the one room that was like all the speakers for like a record player. And I was like, wow, that is crazy fabulous. Like I never really understood and realized the audio part of all of that and what people are really after. So can you just kind of describe like what's in the showroom and what's the showroom experience like if somebody were to come in and take a look around? Yeah, not a problem. Uh, so our showroom, uh, we've got about 10,000 square foot electronic showroom out there in Chesterfield Valley. We're right off of uh, Chesterfield airport road, right next to Amini's very easy to get yeah. to right off the highway. Um, it's basically the, the showroom itself is divided up in about two parts. Uh, the front half is a, a little bit more retail-oriented, and the back half is a little bit more project-oriented. So what we've done in the front half is you'll have vignettes and displays of all the more popular brands, yeah. uh, popular items that you want to see. Like I've got a wall up where it has all the major sizes of TVs. That way, if you're in your mind, I always like to explain this. If in your mind you're going to put a 49-inch over your fireplace, well, I'm going to let you stand back about how far it would be from your fireplace and look up at that 49-inch TV Yeah. and then compare it to a 55-inch, a 65-inch, and a 75-inch all right there. You tell me which one you want. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that way it allows you to experience and visualize and then you'll be able to see it, you know, the different TVs together um, as far as brands. And you might say, well, I like Sony because it's got better blacks. Or I like Samsung because the, the motion is better. TVs are very personal. You know, yeah. some people want just the cheapest one they can find, which is great. That fits their budget. That fits their need. Some people have a higher willingness to pay. Um, might want the Sony. They might want the Samsung. They might want the LG. It just depends on what they want. So they can experience it all there. Other parts of uh, the, the showroom allow them to go to uh, see different types of setups with components and different types of speakers and start to listen to them. They can say, yeah. this is what I want in my house. This is the way I want it to look. Uh, from there, we have three different listening rooms, um, one a, a hi-fi, one a mid-fi, and one a, a lower-fi. They're all separated by budget, and what that allows people to do is to start to shop in the rooms that are going to fit their budget and needs better. If you're somebody that wants you know, a couple hundred dollars 
prayer speakers, great. I've got the room for you. You can sit down and, and listen and sample and see which one you like better. Yeah. If you're the person that needs, you know, $20,000 speakers, I got the room for you too. And it's probably the only one you'll find within about 500 miles of St. Louis. So it just depends on what you want. And then from there, we have a, a full built theater, you know, seating, acoustics, everything, whole nine yards. Uh, we even That's have awesome. We even have <laughs> starry light uh, ceiling. Oh, nice. Yeah, you got yeah. the fiber optics up there. It's yeah. really pretty cool. And then what we do is the back of our, our uh, showroom is really the interior of a house. What we've done is we've replicated the main entertainment areas in a home. Bonus room, living room, outdoor patio, kitchen, dining room. And we've done some unique technology in there, whether it's mirrored TVs, invisible speakers, landscape system, you name it, we've got it out there. So you can at least demo it and see what it would look like. Yeah, that's awesome. I love the invisible speakers. I think that is awesome. I'll, I'll never forget, kind of, I'm probably dating myself a little bit, but you know, going back years ago before there was a lot of places like you guys and everything, and you're in like a circuit city or something like that, when speakers first started getting really small mm -hmm. and yet sounding great, and they would put them you know, behind a curtain as big as the big speakers, and then you'd pull the curtain and go, that's what's making that sound, you know? And so, yeah, I think it's just such a an awesome thing to be able to experience all that in those settings and really know and understand what you're going to get and what you're going to want. And it, I think it helps people make those educated decisions. It can actually help you decide you know, if you want to stay at that low budget or if you want to splurge and go, you know what, this really is better. I, I want mm -hmm. to go here. And, and that decision is hard if you don't get the correct information. It allows you to make an educated decision. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that is completely awesome. And I want to talk about how exciting this is for, for clients and stuff. So when we return, I'm going to do my on the road and talk about some speakers and stuff. We'll be right back. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. All right, guys, we are back, and we are having this just awesome, awesome conversation with Tony Pratt from The Sound Room. Everything audiovisual, everything about their store, their showroom, their business, how they run it. I mean, we've had some great conversations. But I think what we haven't really covered, Tony, is how exciting – this type of stuff is for people when they do a project. Um, so I kind of took my, my on the road I wanted to talk about today. Usually I talk about a first visit, seeing somebody talking about their project and how we can help them and what they want and need. But other things that I do is like at the end of a project, we have a really big kitchen or something. You know, a lot of times I'll go back, walk through that project with a talk. I always ask them, you know, What's your least favorite thing that we did here today? What, what's your favorite thing? And so I had a kitchen years ago that we did, and I'm talking 100-something-year-old Clayton home. We Butler's pantry. Oh, nice. We had custom cabinets made to, to you know bring it back to that 100-year-old time. Very expensive. Probably w one of the top five kitchens that I've been a part of here at Mosby, um, getting built and everything. And 
and we're we're kind of looking at it at the end. We're walking through it, and then I said, you know, what's your favorite thing that that you know you really got out of this project? And she went berserk about her speakers. She's like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm in like a three hundred thousand dollar project, and she's like, my speakers. Check this out. She gets out her phone. She starts playing Megan Trainer. You know, because it's all about that bass, no <laughs> right. treble. And she's like, I can switch it to the pool area. You want to go outside? And I'm going, okay. You know, this you- is what you're <laughs> like. It was the greatest thing ever of all that we did. Having that ability was so cool. But that's the thing. You just never know what each person's trigger point is. Yeah. You know, what really gets them excited about something? You just don't know until you get into that project. And for that homeowner, it was probably something very simple because the way you described it, they're most likely using some kind of Sonos. Yep, that's exactly and what it so, was. <laughs> in-ceiling speakers, Sonos amp, it is the easiest way to do audio uh, that, as far as control that you've ever imagined. You remember yeah. the old days when you wanted uh, whole house audio? You had the big keypads oh, yeah. and all of that, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was just a pain. Whether you had to have the one central location for all the equipment, you had to have the CD changers and you know the receivers and, and the amplifiers and everything else, right? Oh, yeah. Big stack. We all remember it. We still do those systems. But in... At least for my team, we probably do more systems just like that, where we wire a pair of speakers maybe to the basement, put a Sonos amp up, and that homeowner can just control everything from the touch of their phone. Yeah, and they it's love really it. awesome. Yeah, they do. It was, it was so cool to see her so excited, you know, over over how, you know, the house can now function and she can have some fun with it. And yeah. This and that. She's like, I can put it in the in the living room. I can put it in the kitchen. I can put it out by the pool. Or I can do all three. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like that's, that's totally awesome. So, and she probably entertains. Oh, so yeah. she loves to show it off to friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of fun. Pool parties, all mm-hmm. the stuff. Yep. They're doing stuff like that all the time. So, yeah, it's something that really functions and works for them. So that's what I kind of meant earlier when I was talking about how we can help your house function better and do, you know, cool things for you and stuff like that. So let's touch a little bit on those systems like that Sonos and stuff like that. What else, you know, are you guys doing that people control in their homes and how they function and everything? Well, you know, it's crazy because the thing about technology is it's made to get less expensive and more mainstream every day. That, that's just the way it works. So for us, we probably do three, 400 voice-controlled uh, homes a year where we go in, we set it up to where it's everything from simple um, couple commands, you know, good night, yeah. I'm home, uh, goodbye, things like that where a whole house is shutting down, uh, security systems are going on, doors are locking, thermostats adjusting. TV's turning off, music's turning off, maybe a couple of lights are popping on, depending yeah. on what the scene is. Uh, so the idea is to automate things as much as possible in today's world. Before that, it was all about control. Hey, I can turn things on and turn things off. Now it's all about automating things to where I say one thing and all of these things happen in the background, whether it's 
lights are adjusting, music comes on and off, doors lock, whatever it is, whatever it is you need to function. It's so you can do these things and set your life up because life is hectic as it is. We've got a lot of things going on. We don't always want to worry about, did I turn off all the lights in the house? Hey, you know, I've got five kids running around and none of them know how to turn off a light. I want to automate that because it's going to make my life easier. So that that's yeah. what we get into. Oh, yeah, that is fabulous. That is, that is so cool. Um, so I, I want to kind of get in a little bit back towards that showroom, at, at least as far as like, you know, I, I know we can't price projects and mm-hmm. stuff right now, but something I did learn years ago that e- even I didn't realize till one time talking to you was like, you know, I'm buying a TV. I just need to walk in a store and buy a TV. I'm not doing anything spectacular. Why would I go in into there? Because you guys do all these systems and different stuff. And then I learned you said, well, you price match with like Best Buy or something like that. And I was like, wow, so I could just walk in and get great advice from an expert, not a teenage kid maybe that just like went through four hours of training, but someone that actually knows some stuff and and still know that I'm going to get, you know, something good and, and at a good price according to everybody else in that. I thought that was a fabulous feature. Um, for sure. But also, you know, kind of like I do looking at projects and stuff, I'm, I'm doing a dialogue about the cost of things, what a kitchen's cost, what a bathroom's cost, because a lot of people don't understand what does it cost to automate a house, you know, so can people come in and how easy or hard is it for you guys to maybe give them like some ballpark ranges of if this is what you're doing, here's three levels of what you can perform and maybe what they might look at spending. Is Can you perform something like yeah. that? Okay. So basically let's, let's, uh, two questions there. So the first one, yes, we do price match, do it all the time. Yeah, it's awesome. And actually you just uh, touched upon uh, one of our old mottos that our uh, owner used to love to say all the time, same price, better advice. Yeah. And that's really what it is. <laughs> the The manufacturers are the ones that set the pricing. So we just follow them. And a lot of times if we have a, a retail buyer that comes in and he's looking to buy a bunch of things, the first thing the salesperson will do is, you know, pull up Best Buy's website just to see if they've, you know, dropped the price because you never know. Yeah. You never know with some of the big, uh, the big, you know, box retail stores, they're constantly moving prices up and down. Well, we want to make sure that if a homeowner wants to come in and purchase from us, we're going to give them the best value for their money that we can. Yeah. I think that's so great. That, that's something we always do. Uh, the second question. Yes, we do budgets all the time. So people can come in and say, well, this is what I'm dealing with. Uh, they can bring pictures in. They can sit there and say, oh, yeah, you know, house is, you know, three years old, unfinished basement. Okay, we know what that's going to look like. We, we just know what the codes are uh, from all the jobs that we do in construction. So we can sit there and say, all right, if that's the, the situation, here's the things you're trying to do. This is probably what's going to run you. Yeah. Um, let me go out. I can take a look. I can just double check, make sure I'm not missing anything. Like, oh, yeah, you didn't bother to tell me that, you know, there's uh, drywalled ceiling. So we're yeah. going to have to add a little extra time, things like that. Sure. Um, but – 
we can give you 80 to 90% of there yeah, as yeah. far as pricing goes. Yeah, which is so helpful for everybody because a lot of times, even like what we're doing, they just don't know. They're like, oh, yeah. a bathroom really costs that much anymore? Ooh, I might need to wait on this or I might need to save some more. Or I might need to. So, yeah, it's it's great information to kind of help them out in, in finding and everything um, just to get that. And I saw like a budget calculator on your website yes. too. Where same thing. People can kind of do the same thing. Basically, you're picking out, you know, the the systems that you want, what you want it to do. It just starts to have the dialogue and puts a dollar to it because uh, until you know you see something, yeah. you're just never gonna know. You're like, oh my, I can't have a theater. They're gonna cost me fifty thousand dollars. Not realizing that we have one in our showroom that is made and priced out that a homeowner could take it home themselves if they're handy, probably for under $8,000. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, so you don't know until you try and figure it out and get into it, but I think it's great information, you know, with everybody. So can you kind of let everybody know again, um, where's the showroom and, and sure. website? How can they find you guys and get all this information? Well, website, www.thesoundroom.com. Uh, you can just always go there and see all of the information. Um, we'll have a, a lot of different things on there as far as what we do, what types of systems we do, things like that. Uh, as far as the showroom, we are located in the valley, and that is Chesterfield Valley, at 17373 Chesterfield Airport Road. We are right next to Amini's, so you see the Copper Dome. We're right next door. Yeah, no, that's awesome, and I want to urge everybody – you know, go in there and just check it out and see what they have to offer because you will find things that you didn't realize that you can do, get great advice, understand it all, and, and really make some good decisions just by going in and seeing all this. So we're totally out of time. want to thank you for coming and being here. Had a blast with you today, Tony. Thanks a lot, Rich. Always a pleasure being here. All right. We'll talk to everybody next week. more at 971talk.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.